It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, morning, everybody. It is Friday. Happy Friday. The weekend is basically here, so let's enjoy today and start with some news. All right. Jefferson Avenue in downtown Springfield is about to get a major facelift. Sales tax revenue will fund $1.7 million worth of work to fancy up two blocks of Jefferson Avenue in the downtown area, including redoing many of the stoplights, crosswalks, sidewalks. Uh, It's a highly traveled area for pedestrians, and the changes will better accommodate both foot and street traffic. Uh, Meanwhile, a $220 million bond proposal could go to Springfield voters come April. The Board of Education is scheduled to vote on December 13th whether to let voters decide on that issue. A task force looking at how the potential money uh, should be spent recommends funding new buildings for Pipkin Middle School and Robertson Community School, renovations for Pershing K-8, through as well as safety and security project. And then finally, if there is any money left over after that, it would be spent on a new Reed Middle School. So we shall see if voters will be deciding on that bond proposal. Yeah, it's an interesting time to be asking voters for, uh, for more money. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, meanwhile, the University of Missouri is spending money in Mount Vernon, about $400,000 worth. New Southwest Research Extension and Education Center broke ground just yesterday. It includes a livestock handling facility to offer more education uh, to local farmers uh, and uh, research opportunities for them as well. Facilities should be done uh, in June of next year, so it's pretty quick. Uh, local business in Springfield is doing well. Dublin's Pass is now. Uh, multiplying, adding a location, a second restaurant come February and the former Great American Taco location that's on East Battlefield Road. Uh, Business is good, so time to expand and add another location for Dublin's Pass. Uh, The Springfield Metro's unemployment rate rose in October, along with Missouri's seven other major metros. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics data released that Green, Christian, Webster, Polk, and Dallas counties recorded a jobless rate of 2% in October. That's up from 1.6% in September. And at about this time last year, Springfield's October of 21 unemployment rate was at 2.8%. Uh, All right. Have you gotten your personal property taxes yet? I know that ours have come in the mail. Beware when you open them uh, because most Missourians will see an increase, though not all. So if you don't, consider yourself fortunate. Uh, But for Greene County residents, they went up between 20 and 28 percent. Also, the state average, though, went up 36 percent. Here in Greene County, most of the tax money goes to schools emergency services, and roads. The deadline to pay, of course, is December 31st. Otherwise, you will be charged a late fee. Man, it's crazy how the price of literally everything is so much higher than it used to be. And, you know, I don't know what the tipping point is when people can't take it anymore. Uh, But, you know, uh, incomes have gone up a little bit, but when you, when you add in inflation, grocery cost, gas cost, all of the things that we pay month in and month out, uh, it's brutal. It's, it's adding up quickly, and uh, a lot of people are really struggling. 
Um, gas has gone down a bit. Have you noticed? I filled up yesterday. I know, I know it's still very high, but my point is I was very pleasantly surprised, um, to fill up for $55. Cause it's been a while. It feels like since I well, see, have been able to do that. We've, we've gotten used to this new normal, which shouldn't be the new normal because we could, I think, fix the problem. But uh, you know, we've uh, we've grown grown accustomed to high gas prices. When you know, just a couple of years ago, that wasn't the case. Yeah, um, playing us out. <laughs> <laughs> a little early to play us out. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to like end on the, that note, right? I feel like um, it's the Academy Awards, and I'm I'm being told to shut up. Okay, no, I. <laughs> I don't want to end there, uh, Mr. Debbie Downer. Uh, sorry if your name is Debbie. Um, all right. A couple of stories uh, on a positive note. Um, you know, we have our fair share of food trucks in the Ozarks. And Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is going on wheels. Who knew? Uh, Ozark says that residents will see a Chick-fil-A food truck starting in the new year in Ozark one day a week. The mayor hmm. says the location has not yet been determined. Does that mean that that Chick-fil-A truck will be in other locations in other cities on other days of the week? Or is it a truck that they're only going to use once a week? Uh, that that is more information than I know. But if you look on their website, it is also like an owner operator. Um, and I know Ozark has tried to get Chick-fil-A to come there. Uh, that hasn't happened yet, but, uh, the mayor was excited to have them one day a week. Interesting. I mean, Hey, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? Uh, it seems like CC would be a good exit for a Chick-fil-A because of all the traffic, the Branson traffic, right, right next to Lambert basically is some yeah. place that you could put one, but, yep. but who am I? What do I yeah. know? Uh, you know, and Ozark has some new restaurants on South Street, fast food restaurants on South Street, um, which I always think is an interesting exit because you do have Walmart, but unless you're going to Walmart, that's not the the heavily traveled area, it doesn't seem. Although well, it, maybe it is, you know why? Because they just expanded that road too. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what traffic count is right there. But well, I'm, I'm thinking about teams. Lambert. I'm thinking about 65 and you can't see uh, like the Whataburger, for instance, you can't see that from 65. Uh, but there is a Whataburger there at that exit now. And, uh, but it's the, it's the other exit that we're talking about that, that I think would be a good Chick-fil-A exit, but I don't know where that food truck will end up. And I, I I'd like to know what it's going to do. The other wouldn't be six days a week. It'd be five days a week that, uh, that, that it would be out there somewhere. Um, all right. So there's a good story. And then here's the last one. Uh, I, this really comes as no surprise to me. I don't know about you, Ethan, but a new study now confirms that scripturally engaged Americans are far more likely than others to donate to charities. A uh, new study showed that Americans who are engaged with the Bible gave $145 billion to charitable causes last year. Bible-engaged Americans gave, on average, $3,000 per household to charity. The same figure for the Bible-disengaged was just $924 compared to $3,000. Uh, and how about this? Scripturally-engaged Americans, by the way, 
account for only 19% of adults, yet they give 44% of every dollar donated. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. The Bible talks a lot about uh, helping the, the widow, the orphan, uh, what you uh, give a cup of cold water in my name, you've done it to me. So, uh, yeah, that makes complete sense to me. Generous. Generosity. There you go. Well, and it's an idea, too, that it's it's up to us to help people, uh, not the government necessarily, but rather person to person, neighbors helping neighbors is the way that it should be, uh, is I think the biblical view. There you go. I like it. It was a cool story, I thought. So, um, all right. You got some weather for us? Yeah. Today's a nice day. Uh, windy. We've had a couple of windy days this week. So today's going to be windy, but 60 degrees. So that's nice. Uh, and then we're going to drop into the 40s over the weekend, maybe a little bit of rain. I don't know. And then 50s, 40s next week. Uh, typical typical week this time of, of year. Here we are in December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, have a good Friday. And we will see you back here on Monday. See you. Bye.